How does one find new music? They trust blindly into the void, and that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. My name is Taylor Oren. I am the creator of Hashtag Magazine, and this is Blind Date, a hashtag podcast series. Hello, and welcome to Blind Date. It's the first miniature series of the whole hashtag podcast lineup that I'm hopefully going to be releasing soon. Um, Now I know you guys are probably wondering, why would you call this blind date? I mean, the whole idea of a blind date is, you know, a social engagement between two people who have not previously met, usually arranged by a mutual acquaintance, you know, the basic Wikipedia research that I quickly did while I'm recording this. But in this case, I'm being introduced to brand new artists, brand new albums I've never heard of, and more than likely, you guys have never heard of either. Unless you do, please let me know in the comments. So, I figured I will go and listen to the brand new album or whatever album they suggest, track by track, give you guys my honest opinion about the experience going through each album, each track, and by the end of it, find out if I should go on a second date. So, that being said, let's go on to our first artist. On today's episode, we will be checking out Glass Peak's new album, It's Raining on the Wrong Side of the Window, which is kind of fitting as I am currently recording this during a small rainstorm that's currently going on at the second, which is kind of fitting and, I don't know, cute at the same time. So, that album in particular will be coming out tomorrow, May 1st, on all music platforms and social media, wherever you can find them, you can get a hold of it. I will also be posting a link as to where you can get them, uh, get the album, and everything about Glass Peak up on hashtag magazine.net. I was uh, grateful enough to get an advanced copy of the album, and that's where we're at now. So uh, before we dive deep into the album, let's uh, get to know Glass Peak before we start. So let's get down to the business. Here is what the band consists of. The band includes Alfie Jeffrey, who plays bass, as well as lead vocals, Jay Cox, who plays guitar, and Grant Tugwell on drums. The band is from Bexley, England. And since the beginning of 2019, the band's diverse musical palette has seen evolved and explored what is possible within their genre, only to pick it apart and rewrite the books to create music free from boundaries or limitations. The band's 2017 breakout, I'm Okay, hit the indie list on Spotify for four weeks, and in turn, the viral UK 50 chart at number 47. Every release is catching the attentions of tastemakers and listeners everywhere, aka me, in a few minutes. After a short break to work on crafting their live set, something like a three-piece are particularly renowned for. The 2019 has seen them return with a bang, and after releasing 
their hit Misery in February, followed by Annex um, Traffic in May. Both received positive acclaims by the likes of BBC Introducing in Kent and in Radio X. The boys have huge support from BBC Introducing in the form of the 3x3 track of the week. Courtesy of Abby McCarthy of BBC One Radio, their track has also been picked up and shown a lot of love by the likes of Tom Robinson, John Kennedy, uh, George Godfrey, uh, Charlie Ashcroft, and even Metro. The band has been sonically compared to the likes of Valve's White Life and Despecho Mode and have been earning their stripes on the live circuit over the last three years with multiple sold-out London headline shows. Having opened up for the, Mam- the Amazons, Maximum Park, White Lies, and Jaguamel, to name only a few. Now, of course, they are currently not touring. I mean, pretty much everyone's not touring at the moment due to the circumstance we're currently under. But uh, they had, right before the pandemic had officially hit, they had completed a sold-out show in London. And... I mean, it's sold out, so what What can I expect even more? So I'm just now even more curious to see what to expect from this album. So, are you guys as excited to hear this EP? I mean, granted, you're not going to be able to hear it at this moment. You can be able to listen to it tomorrow when this is officially out to the public. But I'm excited to hear it, the first track. I'm going to give you guys a heads up. There is an introduction. There's a couple interludes. Um, I'm not going to do a review on those until the very end. But we're going to start off easy with the first track, which is Sao Paulo. And there is actually a little bit of information about that track that I'm actually going to tell you about. as. I should, because it's the right thing to do. And I got the information right here about it. So, the first track is inspired by by an intense date vocalized by uh, Alfie, who went went on with a girl from Brazil. He wrote, I went on a date with a, with a Brazilian girl from Sao Paulo. She was pretty, uh, pretty fascinating and told me beautiful stories about wild parties in her hometown and all about her extravagant friends from home. I only ever saw her once and this song is about how badly I think the relationship would have gone if we had stayed together and tried to make things of it. So, with that being said, got that in your mind of what's going on, let's start the date. Alright, I am back listening to the track. Um, I had like a weird 90s grunge nostalgia factor when listening to this song. Uh, especially with the music being very overpowering, very upfront and in focus. It was a bit hard for the vocals to uh, get through. Kind of felt like Alfie was screaming through the music barriers. Um... I think when I think of uh, 90s grunge, my go-to would be like uh, Medicine or Lemonheads, especially in terms of the way this is formatted with that heavy music chord progression that we hear here. Interesting start. I'm curious to see how it goes on to the next track. 
All right. So we move on to our next song, which is called London is Concrete. Now, a little bit about this song is that, as I quickly pull up to my page, it is a love letter for a familiar feeling of home. As a band, they've never been afraid to express themselves when it comes to more serious subjects. All right. And with that being said, let's hop on to the next song. Or let me go give it a listen, actually. Be right back. And now we add in the extra co-host, which is the rain pittering around on my studio windows. Joining in for us on this next track, London is Concrete. Just like the rain itself, I find the music very soft, very like ASMR kind of type mellow chill type vibe going on. I find it comforting to see a nice nice traditional ballad. Let's put it in the contents. It's a it's a fantastic ballad, has enough range in between. The music doesn't feel too drained out like in the previous track to where I can't hear any of the words, but it's just enough where I can still search for that belonging of the message in the lyrics. Um, I am fortunately not from London, so I do not understand some of the references, but to those who are in the city, it should be a little bit more inviting to you. Um, with that being said, we're going to hop past the next interlude onto the next song. Alright, we're coming down to the wire as there's two more songs left on this little EP. It's little, but it's pretty mighty so far. As a quick taste of what I can give to everybody. Of course, wait to the end before I can give you guys the full review of everything. As well as if it's worthy of a second date. Alright, we're on to the next song, which is called Never Really Left. And a little bit about this song from the guys is that it's a post-grunge anthem that tackles the toxicity of social media. Which, now that I've thought about it, I did mention that it sounded like grunge, like 90s grunge, and I wasn't sure if I should have gone with that. But now this actually kind of quite confirms my theory on it. Okay, great. Grunge rock. Cool. Now we got an idea. Now, uh, Alfie's mentioned on here says, Someone once said to me, Nobody really cares if you don't go to the party, and it's so, so true. The same applies for this online world we live in. Nobody really cares that I went on a 5K run, or I bought a pair of shoes, or that I don't believe in a god, or that I'm interested in politics. There's a huge delusion, false pretense, and that exists on the internet and so on. So with that being said, uh, let's give it a whirl. Um, I'll be right back with you with more information on uh, my feelings about uh, Never Really Left. And welcome back. I am here alive and my opinions towards Never Really Left. I fully on had like a vision of thinking of Counting Crows when I was hearing this song. Um, 
Don't ask me exactly which song it is. I have to do more research, but I definitely have that Counting Crows type vibe going on in this song. Uh, what I find interesting was their choice of putting the bridge as the last part of the song. Normally, you have like verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, then the song's over. Instead, it was very, it was, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, done. Thought that was an interesting take. Uh, did I want a little bit more out of the song? Yeah, I kind of did, actually. I felt like once you hit the end of that bridge, I was waiting for, like, another one-two-hit combo. But overall, um, it was nice and melancholy kind of feel to it. I, I definitely feel like this would be one of the crowd pre- uh, crowd pleasers in it for sure. Um, but... I'm not sure it's technically for me at this moment. But nonetheless, we're going to continue on with the last song. And, uh, as I said, it's the uh, title album, title of the album. So we're hoping, getting really high hopes on this. Alright, so we are officially on the last song of this EP. And the song and title is the title of the album it's uh, it's raining on the wrong side of the window it's supposed to be a beautiful acoustic grown into a cinematic ending the black mirror inspired capture uh, the black mirror inspired song captures the moment of hearing about someone you love leaving you forever and bringing the ep uh, the debut ep to a climactic close that is what is written in stone here um, with that being said, uh, I'm ready to hear how this one ends before I give out my final opinion. Thank you so much for continuing on listening. If you are listening to this, I'm going to give a brief pause before I go and give a review. Um, you can follow us on, uh, hashtag magazine.net.com doesn't exist. I'm trying to get a hold of that domain, but in the meantime, .net is where I will be at. You can see us on social media on Instagram at this is hashtag magazine as well as Twitter at hashtag underscore zine. Unfortunately, both of the normal hashtag uh, normal handles are taken by a random person that's been inactive for seven years. So <laughs> let's get back to the story at hand with the last song. And once again, I'm hearing the sounds of the rain as they come and join me for this ending track. Alright, I'll see you guys in a second. Alright, I am back at it again. The rain has joined me still as we continue on with the last song. Um, just like London is Concrete, how it was very soft and comforting. This was just as well, um, and I was okay with it. It wasn't something that grabbed my attention right away. Um, I thought I was promised this huge, like, climactic ending, but the ending that I was kind of promising in my head was a little bit short-lived as the song, as that bit of that power ballad voice vocal moment was pretty much a 15 minute shout 
and I expect it a little bit more. I don't know, maybe just add a little bit more flair since this is the EP self-titled, uh, this is the EP titled song of the album. Like, I don't know, it kind of felt really short-lived and if it was just extended just a little bit longer, I would have been like, all right, I can definitely get on this. I still have like a bit of like the Soundgarden vibe to it. Um, but overall it was, it was an okay song. It was an okay song to kind of be like listening on like today, the very rainy, muggy day where you just kind of like want to just relax and feel sad for a moment. Okay, so we've came down to the end of this uh, album. Um, thank you so much for uh, taking the part of listening to this whole entire thing. I applaud you and I'm ex- curious to see what your opinions are. Um, now, I do want to go a little bit over the feelings and thought process over the whole album. Um, like I mentioned, I've never heard of this band. I've never heard of their music before. I was suggested to this by a uh, representative of the band to check them out. And here I am. Um, like I mentioned, they are you know, being highly uh, recommended by a lot of people over in England. But in America, it's kind of a bit of a fickle situation. And especially if you're in the Michigan area... Um, if you perform well in Michigan, you will blow up. It's just how it goes. Do I see them blowing up in Michigan? Not yet. Not yet. Especially right now at this stage. It's very beginning sounds. They're right now finding the right tunes to create that brand for them. Um, when they recommended uh, artists like Fowls and lcd sound system and uh despacy mode i don't get those those artists right away when i hear their music at least with this ep i'm feeling more on that traditional 90s grunge music that i grew up listening to i definitely hear you know lemon heads and i definitely hear like counting crows and i i hear that like grasp attention of wanting it to be destructive and suck at the same time like that's the whole grunge feeling but in terms of the ones that they recommended I didn't quite catch those right away at least not at the first moment now the question comes to mind is would I go on a second date and listen to more of them I'm going to actually have to say yes because I'm curious as to their previous records. I want to get a little bit more information on their past work before I judge their future work any further. Um, Like I mentioned, their past work has been noted. It's been in the top viral hits for the UK and it's been on on Spotify's trending pages. So I want to kind of hear their before music before I continue on listening and hearing more from them in the future. Thank you again for listening. You can learn more about Glass Peak and all things music on hashtag magazine.net. Um, if you like 
uh, if you like this, please give it a uh, thumbs up. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, give this a follow. We are going to have multiple different types of series on the hashtag podcast program. I will be introducing more when the time comes. In the meantime, if you have an artist that you want to suggest to me, or if you have a new album coming out, let us know. You can contact us on social media at this is hashtag magazine on Instagram. You could also send us a message here on the Anchor app if you're currently using this. Um, Love to hear your voicemail. Uh, Make sure to leave your name if you're a band member. Uh, If you are a fan who wants to promote their artists that I probably have no clue I mean, come on, the world is your oyster, and I am really hungry for new, interesting music. I'm your host, Taylor Oren, and thank you so much for listening, and uh, I'll see you on the next date. Bye. Hi, Sorella. This is Taylor. I'm going to talk to you in the background real quick before uh, I get to the location of where I'm heading to. Um, you know, I want to, like, give you some kind of sad story, but really I'm just an extremely hard worker. I've been photographing music for a little over seven years, but in the meantime, because I have not many friends, I do a lot of self-portraits just so that I can get this idea, to get this story that I have stuck in my head. Um, usually... I'll get some creative ideas when I'm dancing around in my basement or um, or when I'm listening to a brand new song that just sounds like it needs to be documented in some way. And that's how I feel exactly when I photograph music. Um, now, uh, I'm, as I said, I'm just kind of like... I find photographing in general to be a very interesting way of processing new viewpoints into a, into someone's life. Um, it's how I see the world and how one, I, I want to tell the world exactly what I see through this type of singular image or video clip where you're currently seeing now. Um, oh look, there's a horse that just rolled over. This is you. Granted. I'm not going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do with my $1,000 if I do win. Well, maybe I should. I don't want to be like, because I really don't want people to be like, 
oh, you should pay that person, or, you know, like, I don't want it to be a pay party, or, like, I, I want to come here and work, that's what my main purpose is. With or without the $1,000, I did something that was on my to-do list for the month of Jan uh, January, the month of May, which was to film one video, and that's been one of my big tasks every month, is to try to film a video and edit it, which is a key thing. Editing is a nightmare for me. So to be able to do this, uh, to do editing, um, it'll be a great task for me to just get finished. I mean, I've been rambling on to come up with some new things, but, uh, with or without winning the competition, I just want to let you know that I achieved one of my goals for this month in my bullet journal, which was to actually film and edit a video. Who knew that competitions are the only way for me to actually get shit done? There's a set di a timeline and a deadline to get things finished and edit and produce. Um, the last competition I entered was actually, you know, to win the new trip to New York to live in, uh, live there for a year, which I'm quite glad I didn't win due, uh, due to the part of this pandemic that we're currently in. Um, so, uh, I'm quite lucky on that, but I'm really hoping to, uh, win this competition or at least be able to finish this, this video. That's, which is my main goal is to finish this video as gives me a perfect excuse. Also, I'm getting a perfect excuse to clean my car and to do random tasks like this. All right. I'm at the location. Bye. Okay, this is for test run of my video. I'm going to make a loud snap so I can see it in the verb. That means I'm starting it. Twenty twenty. What shit? Twenty twenty. What a fucking year. Who knew that a small virus would become a huge impact on all of our lives? Who knew that this impact would cause a severe lack of creativity, motivation? Inspiration, to be honest. I was stuck watching TikTok videos for what seemed to be endless days, working constantly to the point that it just became, it just became a memory, a routine, wake up, work, TikTok, bed, and on repeat. I didn't have this before. I didn't want it to be. I didn't want to be that kind of a person. I traveled to California because I didn't want to be that person. I wanted to make sure that I was manifesting the idea of being free, being able to do what I wanted to do without the restraint of others holding me back. 
God, I was eating foods I've never had before. I was exploring new places. I even made my own nail polish when I was there. Like, I was had a sense of creativity, of inspiration, and just able to be myself. But then it was gone. And, you know, I've been reading a lot and trying to figure out what to do next. And as a music photographer, I love photographing music. And I loved photographing the moment and seeing the music festivals that I won't be able to see this year. I won't see Mopop. I won't see Lollapalooza. And my last concert was of American... uh, Oh my gosh. American Authors and Magic Giant. They were my last concert for this year. And now I'm stuck. I'm stuck and I'm alone and there's nothing really anyone can do to fix it. So what is my advice or what is the whole point of it? It's something that I was touched on by Earl Knight and Alright, welcome back to another test. Um, I did like the previous one, but so we're going to continue on. Once again, sound of clap means I am starting. Twenty twenty. What a fucking joke it's been. I'm right halfway over with it. You know, as I do these little photo shoots with myself, I can't help but wondering what I did wrong. What made me repeat twenty sixteen again? Twenty seventeen again. Twenty eighteen. Things were starting to look up for me at when it came towards 2019, I had an idea, I had manifestations and uh, motivations to do certain things I wanted to do, but here I am just sitting here watching TikTok videos and working nonstop. I get up, I work, I take a nap, and I'm back to bed. In between that, I'm looking at TikTok videos just to help move the scene forward in my life. I don't want this. This is what I said to myself back in 2019, end of the year. I said I didn't want to do any of this. I didn't want to repeat. The whole point of me going to California was to prove to myself that I can do whatever the fuck I wanted to do, that I could do, I could be in a different place, see places, uh, go to different places I'd never thought I would do, eat food that I would never normally eat when I was living here. 
like, I had oysters for the first time. I had sushi, a regular sushi bar. I went to Tokyo Town, and I made my own nail polish. Like, who makes their own nail polish? And yet, I sit here, looking out that sunlight from California, and knowing that it was going to be a great year. 2020 was my year. And now I'm sitting here, looking at my books, wondering, what happened? Where did it go? Where's 2020? It was, I thought this was my year. I was supposed to be going to No Pop in a different venue. I was supposed to photograph as much artists, as many artists as possible. And I wanted to enjoy that feeling once more. My last concert was going to be the last concert I was going to ever go to. And that was with American Authors and Magic Giant. Who knew that? That was going to be my last show. And the worst part of all is I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about this and I feel alone. I, you know, I, I've been reading more about Earl Nightingale and I've been wondering what to do with my life. (laughs) And I'm, And I think I know what I'm going to do to change that. The one thing I've learned from him was the secret of success is think. What is the secret of success? I forgot what secret of success is. You are what you think. If you... Oh gosh. Seek and you shall find... uh, And you shall receive. I've been reading a lot of stuff about manifestation and intentions and the key to success. All those business books that you can possibly think of. And the one thing that keeps on telling me is that you think in positive terms, you will get positive in return. Seek and you shall be, uh, and you shall receive. And with that being said, here's a toast to me. Ah. Welcome again. I am doing one more take. And we're just going to go from there. Sound of the clap is meaning that I am officially started from the beginning. And three, two, one. Twenty twenty. What a fucking year it's been so far. Who knew that it would be like this? You know, this was supposed to be the Roaring Twenties, the start of a fantastic year, flapper dancers to the extreme. And here I am, you know, doing a photo shoot in a car wash. You know, just to appease my ego of some kind of connection, some kind of creativity. And then I post, I post once and 
I end up watching more TikTok videos, not even uploading the video of me doing this behind the scenes. Work has been like nonstop to the point that I just wake up, work, go home, take a nap, and then go back to bed. It's just on repeat. It was like I was reliving parts of 2019. I really hate it, but to the extreme. This wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. I said that to myself at the end of 2019. I didn't travel to California with this idea that I wasn't going to be be doing the same shit I was going to be doing now. I went and explored new places. This was a new idea, new adventures. I got to try new foods, new new activities I would never had normally done before. And I had said to myself, you know, this was going to be the greatest start into the new year. I made my own nail polish for Pete's sakes. This, but like I sit there and I'm just so excited, looking forward to 2020 going, this was my year. This is going to be my year. I was going to be photographing music. I was going to be doing shit that I always wanted to do. And I'm just sitting here just not sure what I'm going to do. It's like I failed myself. I failed. And I look back at the memories of me photographing music and I just want it to relive 2019 again. I just want it to get excited again for photographing music. And my last concert, I didn't know it was going to be my last concert of this year and possibly next year. And the worst part of all is I don't tell people this. I don't tell people that I'm alone because I know their needs are more important than mine. And that's something I really need to fix about myself. Manifestation and business books are not going to help all the time. And there was something that Earl Nightingale had mentioned in his success, uh, The Secret of Success. And that is, if we think in positive thoughts, we will have positive income, uh, outcome. If we think in positive thoughts, we will ha- uh, get positive outcome. Seek and you shall receive. We are what we think about. And with that being said... I want to change that. And the year is almost over. I might as well give it a good college try and actually attempt this. Stay tuned for part two. Hi, Sorrel, or whoever is watching this. Uh, so glad you can stick around and watch uh, watch this whole little montage scene. Um, my name is Taylor Oren. I am a music and portrait photographer up in the Ann Arbor, Michigan area. Uh, the easiest way to find me on the state is to take a look at your hand, and voila, that's Michigan. Um, I've been photographing music for a little over seven years, uh, and portrait portraitures for just about that time frame. I didn't really like start photography like randomly. Originally I wanted to be like a film director. I wanted to be 
the first female, uh, first woman uh, film for. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to be the first um, woman to win an Academy Award for Best Directing. Obviously, um, that didn't happen, so. I was just roaming around. Uh, originally, my photography started with birds. And for some reason, I went from birds to theater to concerts. So that was an escalating adventure. Um, right now, I'm currently on the road recording this because it's a lot easier to think and drive at the same time. And I'm being tailed right now by a father-son duo who look like they're getting ready to go fishing. It's Memorial Day. Um, I don't really have any too much plans today, so... Of course, when I saw this, I was like, shit, I, I can do this. I can have the time to do this and, and quickly edit this video. Which is kind of interesting because um, that's the only way I can actually upload a video is if I'm being pressured by a timeline. I didn't even know about the whole thing until I want to say about maybe 2 o'clock. So it's right now 5.30. I'm just now finishing up wrapping up the photos for the first round. Um, I'm gonna see how they turn out. I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I did this whole like car wash idea, but um, holy shit. I'm going 55! Now enjoy the little small horde. Okay, now I'm gonna have to cut that out. Alright. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm really hoping. Thank you. Thank you. And that was a cop car that just passed me by. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. And there it goes. Okay, sorry. I apologize. I'm currently, as I said, um, I'm dealing with people on the road. I do have a road rage real quite easily. <laughs> accomplished goals. I mean, if you look at my bullet journal, it's filled with um, ambitious ideas. I've been trying to do live streaming for a little bit on Twitch. I don't even know what I'm filming on Twitch. I'm just trying something different, trying to see what kind of creative outlet I want to do. I know originally, like, uh, I run a small music magazine, so, like, I want to do this, like, blind taste or what I call blind dating uh podcast where I'm introduced to like brand new artists indie artists you know any artist that is willing to let me use their music just so I can hear it get an opinion on it it may be good it may be bad um that's the whole point of a blind date you never know uh that's originally how my what my podcast was going to be about um but I'm having the hardest time getting up and doing something because I am constantly working I'm one of the few people who are considered essential in the U.S. and I'm working from five to one thirty, and the moment I hit my uh, moment I hit my bedroom, I am out cold until the next day for work. And with that, it's kind of hard for me to be creative because I'm stuck in the same rut over and over again. So um, I uh, love a good challenge, and I you want to make this clear. Ooh. 
I'm not on a dirt road, so uh, fair warning. <laughs> um, moment. Okay. All right. So. goals this year was to upload more videos on YouTube. Just straight up videos. I didn't care how small the uh, footage would be or how big the project was. I just wanted to upload more. And the only times I seemed to be able to accomplish that goal was during competitions. Um, I tried this one, uh, tried my hands on winning a trip to, uh, to live in New York for a year. And I'm kind of glad at, from this point of view that I am not living in New York during this whole pandemic. I feel bad for the winner currently, and I, I really do feel bad for him. But uh, I feel like that was a silver lining for uh, I felt like that was a like a sign from the sign saying that I'm in the right direction. That I didn't need uh, that New York didn't need me yet. Now, I'm looking in terms of doing this project and doing this contest with you is just as a accomplishment to finish a goal, to finish an idea. I mean, I could do these photo shoots and, and those are really quick ideas because they just pop into my head. I want to do it. I accomplish, uh, I set my goals to it, get dressed, may not like the outfit so much, uh, may not like the outfit because I don't really have much. Um, I mean, I'm trying to save up so I can put a down payment on the house. Granted, I might have to fork over a couple bucks to fix my phone, but, um, or actually just get a case, maybe just get a case, uh, but, like, I don't know, it, like, it's, I don't even know what I would do at $1,000, to be quite frank, yeah, I could put it towards down, a uh, down payment on a house, I think that's what I should be doing, I, I should also technically just took that, take that same exact $1,000 and put it towards, uh, my car payment. So I'm not having to pay. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know what I would do with $1,000. I 